What's up, everyone? Welcome to Narwhals, episode 34. My name's Drew Wilson. Kieran Flanagan. And this is Eric Bai. Yo. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey guys. Wilson. Thanks. Welcome Hi. to the show, Eric. Welcome to the show. How do you show. pronounce your name? Eric. 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 Yeah. Got it. Eric. I like it. Bye. Easy Eric. to remember. Rick. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, got the R in there. So, um, what do you do? I am a developer. I make things. I've also gotten into woodworking lately and cooking and yeah. remodeling. Remodeling. A whole bunch of stuff. You just did a big project, your house. I did. I did. Took a long time, but we're very happy with the results. Did you do any of the woodworking on the house? Um, replacing some baseboards. And I just made like a little office utility holder thing that holds pens and paper. Mm, yeah. So big that. stuff. Real important. You should put that up on uh, Ugmonk. Do you. <laughs> Put it on our is that hey, what Jeff, thing, is hey, that Jeff, what his new you thing mind, is? Post my, <laughs> my pictures on your website. I saw That's yours amazing. went really well. <laughs> I've got one too. Um, did you? Do you follow Adam Savage at all? Sure. Yeah. The Mythbusters. Yeah, Mythbusters. follow him. He does like the twenty-four hour builds, the day builds. I've yeah. been watching that stuff. Sure. Okay. Cool. Apparently sure. he does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can't he quite knew, tell you what you answer. Answer. <laughs> if you follow uh-huh. him, like actually follow, yeah. or if you mean yeah. like I know of him. Yeah. And I check I've, in. I've seen some. No, I, I walk closely busted. behind him. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I don't know what this is though. What's the? Okay, the, so Adam Savage from MythBusters. Yeah. Super radical guy. Big into Comic Con stuff. Mm-hmm. Big into woodworking design yeah 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 prosthetics all that jazz he's super crazy because he was at that's what he did originally yeah Yeah, he was at island back Mm -hmm. in the day worked on the star wars movies Mm -hmm. the the newer special effects special effects dude Mm. and then now he's got his shop and he's always constantly like improving his shop like improving like the efficiency things like casey neistat on steroids Mm. like way more in depth and and they always do these builds mm-hmm. and uh, he's always like like he just did a nerf gun where he took a nerf gun and like yeah. weathered it to make like a real prop gun it yeah. looks super cool yeah but he's doing that stuff all the time that mm-hmm. guy never stops mm-hmm. i'm practically the same yeah really yeah, yeah. you are you are him. <laughs> no, no but i do i do find during my downtime that i just like to try and make something that will improve my life in some way whether it's, it's kind small of or big or, and it's kind of weird how you get you get some satisfaction at least you know totally if you spend all your time working on a computer that anytime you actually do something physical and not just you know exercise or go for a run but actually like build a thing build something mm-hmm. that you have a physical product at mm-hmm. the end like it's strangely rewarding even if it's like crap it sounds stupid yeah, but yeah even just yard work sometimes like i'll come in after like reshaping a hedge or something and be like that was strangely satisfying. Like, sure, because in I, software you can work like all day on a problem and maybe work through it and get it done, but it it doesn't have that same satisfaction. Yeah. Like I built this thing that it's, I can hold. Yeah, especially hold. when after, when you're done, you're still ex- you have to explain what you did. Yeah, yeah. like it's not it, you've solved a giant bug and it's not even evident. The thing just works mm-hmm. now. Check out this sublime text file. Yeah, yeah. look I, at all the colors. I promise, wow. I minified. <laughs> wow, the heck out of this. <laughs> yeah. no, that's awesome. Um, I guess maybe a slightly unlike you guys. Mm. Um, you don't dig it. I mean, I I do like doing stuff with my hands. Don't get me wrong, whatsoever. But like, probably the biggest project that I've done for myself personally was like remodel a house that I bought a long time ago, and I was so sick of it. Yeah, <laughs> was, sure, sure. It can get overwhelming like, yeah. at times, especially if you have to. If it's like something you're required to do, but when it's optional, kind of yeah, do it at your own pace. Yeah, I can do it until I get bored of it and then forget about it for a couple months. And when I was the most woodworking I've done. Oh, I used to work in construction for a couple of years, hmm. but other Me than too. that, the most woodworking that I've done was when I was a kid. I was like a crafty kid, right? So then, and by that I don't mean sneaky. I mean I was into crafting. 
know, like quilt, crafting quilting kit. Quilting? Yeah. So I would sew yeah. and yeah. Uh, I would make uh, beads and I would sell them. Scrapbook. Uh, I didn't do scrapbooking. Um, you could have. I could have. I could have. But I did like a lot of art too, a lot of art. And one of the things I did was wood burning. So you take a sure. plank of wood and you like burn it, like with a pencil, except different depths that you burn things in. Sure. Hmm. That's cool. And it smells good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It smells delicious. <laughs> yeah. Except when I was a kid, I think my parents just bought the woodworking or the wood burning kits and they come with like the stencils and everything. No, they what? come with the pieces of wood that are like, they don't smell uh, good. They don't smell good. Yeah. They're like manufactured pieces mm. of wood. <laughs> it's mm. not like this mm. the bad you know, piece, wood? Of, yeah. piece of pine yeah. that smells super good. Hickory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mesquite. Hickory. Where's my bacon flavor? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's good. Mm. Uh, super related to this okay. topic uh, is your first glass of kombucha. Kombucha. That you have. Why don't you hold that up and show everybody? Look at that. He's, He's got a little bit of strawberry serenity GTs. Do you know what that is? It's probiotics. Yeah. <laughs> you know where that comes from? <laughs> probiotics. <laughs> it's like tea. Have you seen the organism that produces that? No. It's little, right? Those little guys. Uh, no. Oh, no. It's called a scoby. It's got a scoby and it's weird. If you were a giant Hinox from Zelda, do you play it? No. <laughs> okay, you I want, know. I want to. Yeah. So like a big troll. If you were to Hakalugi, oh. that's what that's what a scoby would be. Oh, if you were to Hakalugi. Yeah. And if it were alive. You know, you get some you'll get like bottles of vinegar or like apple cider vinegar or whatever, and it says on the bottom, like from the mother. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever no, noticed that? Actually, I haven't that's read too many bottles of <laughs> vinegar. The huh. scoby is the mother. If you stare at it long enough, it will say words to you. <laughs> It's very weird. Yeah, it's really very not weird. that gross, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. It's not I that, eat yogurt it's not and bread gross. and it's just things. Yeah, different. Yeah. It's different. It takes and a little scary uh, to you. I mean, I have not too many nightmares, but like occasionally yeah. a, a really vivid nightmare that mm. sticks with. Tastes me. good. Yes. Tastes like strawberries. Yeah. Strawberry soda. Yeah, it does. That's that one. It. That one. Oh. Yeah. Uh. So <laughs> back to what you do. <laughs> back to what you do. Wait. Oh, okay. What are you uh, What are you working on these days? So I just finished some freelance work. Uh, I did a contract for game, my first game development contract. So I've been learning Unity over the years. And uh, Kieran introduced me to this guy through friends of a friend. Yep. Um, to build a surf simulator game where these dynamic waves are generated and you surf it and get points for how deep in the barrel you are or your positioning on the waves. So that took me about six months, and we recently wrapped up and. We are looking to start another contract to kind of get it into the app store. Most of the foundations built and put in place, but there's still a lot of content that's got to be added on his end as the for the surf game for the surf game. It's yeah. pretty rad. You, the gifts that you posted, especially yeah. like, as it's progressed. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's that. a lot it's of challenges. Six months ago, when you started, yeah. Oh my word! <laughs> yeah, I mean it's all weekend work, right? And like yeah. downtime. So, um, but yeah, we've come a long way. And and my understanding of what he wanted and his understanding of what he wanted kind of evolved over the time. Mm. And so we got to a spot at the end where we're both happy, where we both got to the product. That, that, uh, that, that's a good secondary question, right? Is that this This was kind of your first... Freelance. Freelance, like Someone having paying a client. Me, yeah. No way. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was a, an educational like getting experience. getting the contract and, yeah, listing out everything up front and agreeing to a payment schedule, all that stuff. Uh, then, like, disagreeing about certain right. ideas right. and pushing back. What was that like for you coming from – because before you were you were a corporate man. You were at 24-Hour uh, sure, Fitness mm-hmm. doing their web stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a lot different, especially all the stuff that I build myself. Like, I envision a product and then I'll work towards that vision well, now someone else is handing the vision to you. And it's a little different as well because, you know, in a corporate environment, there's all these processes in place to like record all the requirements and 
make sure it's tested in every each which way with QA. And this was just like one dude telling me I would like this wave to crash here and look mm-hmm. like this. And so yeah. just like understanding what he was saying, processing it into requirements and then fulfilling, like getting his sign off on those requirements and then fulfilling those requirements. So you took um, your experience in the corporate world and the processes therein sure. and applied those to freelance? Sure. Yeah. That, that, I mean, just breaking down the big picture into much, much smaller tasks, which I do for my projects as well. But Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, we, you and I have built some stuff together. Yeah. We made um, kid cam, a photo camera for kids. I, mm-hmm. still have, I still have a pillow. I still have yeah. a kid oh, cam pillow. Yeah. My mom sewed yeah, a whole bunch of pillows. pillows. That's amazing. <laughs> and, um, and then uh, bulk delete. Back when you mm-hmm. couldn't bulk delete mm-hmm. photos from your, from your uh, camera. Yeah, that's right. On the iPhone. Yeah. And then Apple added it. Um, you're welcome, Apple. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but so how was the process like similar or different to that? Like, cause you built those, but then you also have your whole Ellie's games, which we'll get into in a minute. But sure. How's the process like freelance different from or the same? Well, as- well, it was very similar. Um, you have a better vision. Like, you've done a lot of software development. So you knew and you, you had the vision, right? And so you could break it down and say, I want this screen to do this and this and this. Whereas the other guy that I was working with, uh, he more just knew what he wanted, but he didn't know how to get there, how to get to that mm. end product. And he's so. a, he's got the, he's a, an artist, he's yeah. a filmmaker, right? So you, right? Is it Tom you know how things work. Yeah. Ben, Ben Wyland is his name. He's a very fascinating some rad dude. Stuff. Yeah. He's very talented, extremely talented. Yeah. But. Look him up. The, uh, but like, you know exactly what the technical limitations are and what this screen leads to right. this screen. And then you can go back to this screen or whatever. But I would imagine based on the conversations we've had, he can say, I feel like it should be doing this. And you're like, that's not how right, like f- right. physics work. Like I can't yeah. build that into you. I'd have to do this custom. Sure. Sure. Shader yeah. or whatever yeah. in unity to even make that look the way you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, and it's again, when someone else is giving you the vision, you can offer your advice, you can make recommendations, but ultimately it's their vision. So I felt like we could have, should have taken some other creative um, turns in it, and he felt otherwise. So he's the vision guy. So he's I got to, yeah, exactly. He's paying me. So uh, I, I I did that to a certain degree, but at a certain point, I was just like, I'm just going to build it how you want it, right. as opposed to how I think it should be built. So yeah, that's a big difference from building my own stuff versus building something for someone else. And is it is it something like you want to continue like freelance work? I mean, I mean, it was nice to get paid to do it, uh, and I really enjoyed the products. And he was a great product manager. So yeah, I, I would do it again. Yeah. Uh, I would like to like offset it with some personal projects. So like do some freelance, then fulfill that personal need to get creative and do your own vision and then yeah. go back to yeah more freelance. I mean, that's for me, it's the same thing. It's like I did freelance work because, you know, that's how I made money. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I've always dreamed of the day where I would never have to do that. Like every project I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. All I want in my deepest desires to never do this ever again. <laughs> yeah. Every project I took. But then you got um, bills. They're definitely, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're definitely a handful of projects that as you're signing off on, you're agreeing to do it. You're like, this is such a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know this is not going to be good. And it could be the simplest thing, but it's like 20 years into freelance work, you're like, if I ever have to write a single line of code or draw a single pixel for another human being, sure. I will just, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you're just at the beginning. So you've yeah. <laughs> so got that to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so you, talking about 
what Drew was asking, you're, uh, mm-hmm. you also do Ellie's games, right? which is your own thing. Uh, yes. So I have a seven-year-old daughter now, but when she was really young, one around age one, um, I started making games for her just to help with eye-hand coordination and shape recognition and that kind of thing. And so during my free time, I was a web developer at the time. I started picking up Objective-C um, when the first SDK for iOS came out, and then built a little app, and she seemed to enjoy it. And I built it for myself, for my daughter, um, and then got it on the App Store, and nothing really happened with it, and I enjoyed it. So I built another one, and nothing really happened with it, built another thing, and eventually I built like 25 apps for, Is that what you're for right my now? daughter. I think so. And you just passed a like download Milestone. One million, one million yeah. total downloads. No way. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. So obviously, six years, stuff but. eventually started happening. Yeah, but yes, like you've had right, schools right. reach out and like license sure. some of your sure. So I make educational software. And one of them, the probably the most one of the most profitable ones, is a game called Math Duel, and it's essentially a split screen calculator. So two players on the same device just solving basic math equations. Um, and schools really picked that up because it offers that competitive, you know. Um, incentive. So is it like right. who can uh, calculate the problem the quickest right. kind of thing? Right. And and I built it in like a tug of war style. So there's no fixed number. It's not like the first to 10 or anything. It's like you have mm. to score five ahead of the per- person. So it mm. goes back and forth. If you get a question, you get a little bit more of the score. And if they get a question, then it goes back the other way. It's never like, ending. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, never ending. So that's been really successful for me. Um, and I made another game called Geography Duel, which is essentially the same thing. Just two Google Maps kind of back to back. And ah. it tells you a country and you got to find it and tap on it. And that one's doing okay. Not as good as math duel, but um, still educational people really like it. Cause you have a fixed number of devices in a classroom, usually like 10 and you have 20 students. So mm-hmm. getting two kids on one device. Is- so makes sense on the geography duel. Is that one, is there a version of Google maps that is like you can download locally to the device or is it require internet connection? Uh, so I think you use map kit now that I think about it because that is just part of it. And oh, okay. that, that yeah, is, it's yeah, local. it's on the device. Okay, cool. It was tricky. Let's do a, it. I want to. I want to. Okay, pull. Let's pull. Let's pull it on iPad. Geography <laughs> duel. Where uh, is Cambodia? That that was. <laughs> yeah, I just started. There's putting, a, can you get it help, wrong? There's a help button. Yeah, of course you can get it wrong. Oh, it doesn't like. <laughs> you can't get you, it wrong. You, you can't just like. You can only win. You can't right, just tap away until it. Taps America. I mean, you can. But there is no no. It's uh, just a yes. That was a tricky one because I, I found a data set with uh, the latitude and longitude outlining each country and state. Mm. And that's a lot of data. That's a lot of data points. And so I had to run it through some sort of algorithm that like took away every middle, every third or, or second piece, every data point. And I had to run it like three times. So it really simplified the number of dots that made up a country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it worked so that's, that's cool. It's like one of those things. Okay, it's not working. I have no idea why it's not working. Okay, what? it works. All right, sweet. Move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the, the awesome is like, the, like, like you said, they can never get it wrong, mm. but to the point where if they tackle on the wrong country, it's still green check and green word saying, good try. Yeah. <laughs> so it always looks yeah. like they're correct. Never fail. Yeah. Make them feel good. Positive mm. reinforcement. Make yeah. me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> You're so smart, Kieran. Okay. Yes. So, um, LA games, obviously you started off, what were you, what kind of languages were you doing? You said you were web developer uh, at, yeah. Type-R. So I was hired on as an associate programmer doing Java development, a lot of backend, Java. uh, serv- did you go to school? Servlet stuff. I did go to school. Well, I mean, yeah, go- I got, I got my, Hawaii. that's right. I knew that. That's right. That Bachelor's in computer science from Hawaii Pacific university no way. on Oahu. Yeah. Are you from Hawaii? I'm from New Hampshire. 
Oh, and they're, you're like, Hawaii's calling me. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, they're right next door. My geography yeah. uh, history <laughs> yeah. tells me. I mean, you my, can drive there. my grandmother lives on the island ever since I was a couple weeks old. But the craziest thing about it, I'm glad you enjoy that. Yeah. She's not. like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to Hawaii. That's a great stat to know. Ever since I was a couple weeks old. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now that I think about it. Uh, I so, remember when she left. Yeah. It was very sad. Um, the high school that I graduated from, the, one of the founders of Hawaii Pacific University also graduated from, and so they offer an 80% scholarship to wow. go to Hawaii. So that was pretty That's better than so, like, so that high school specifically? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Two kids every year were offered the- Oh, two kids. Two okay. kids Not every either. year. And no, nobody qualify? had taken taken it for five years. <laughs> it's it's kind of like so an unknown thing. There's not like big banners like, oh, oh yeah. 80% tuition. And so I caught wind of it, and that year, two people had applied. All I had to do was write a one-page essay about how going to college would change the world, hmm. and something about, like, solve of fix cancer. Java <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't made it yet. But uh, then I went to Hawaii for college, and it was great. All With four years? All four. It was four and a half years, and the scholarship carried on wow. for that half a year. because. The counselor starting off didn't get me the, I blame the counselor, didn't get me the right classes to graduate mm-hmm. within the four years. So I finished the four and I'm like, yeah, I'm graduating. They're like, no, you still need no. this one other class. You're so. going to graduate in the middle of the summer with nobody else. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> when did you say, it was your ceremony like the following year? It was 2000. <laughs> you, had to, you, had to wait, you had to like wait around. Half a year, not going to school. Yeah. Come yeah. back six months later to graduate. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yep, got a computer science degree in Hawaii, then uh, moved to Southern California. I met my wife in Hawaii. Mm. She has family in Southern California, so we moved back here after college. Put my resume out there, and 24-Hour Fitness offered me an associate programmer's position, kind of entry level. So I picked it up and learned Java with them. I was doing mostly like HTML, CSS, and JavaScript on my own over there. I was also mm. bartending. That was like my primary moneymaker in mm. Hawaii. And then got with 24, worked with them. I was with them for seven years, kind of climbing the ladder, learning more about Java and just enterprise software in general. So what is it that they build in Java? Their website? Their like scheduling? Their, their whole backends in Java. So yeah, their website. Um, classes management. Class management. Schedule management. Yep. Yep. So well, they, they, they outsource classes, class management. Oh. Um, they outsource a lot of stuff now. Um, but mostly it was like the website and uh, payment processing and mm. uh like trainer management, employee management, all that stuff. Crazy. And so do you, this is a little bit going back, but did you get married in Hawaii? No. No. When you uh, got married, did you go to Hawaii? Uh, our honeymoon was in Hawaii, yeah. Nice. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. We've been back a couple of times since because we got a lot of friends that were still Did you And my grandmother. She did you there. island hop? Uh, just to the big island. We went to the big island once. And it was like crazy good deal, like $30 Dang. round trip to the big island. Round so, trip? Something like that. So yeah. you've never been to Maui? No. Or quite? No. Oh. We're there for four and a half years. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I mean, Oahu, I, I went to the big island and it's kind of like, or at least I've been told how the other islands are. And I liked the population and culture of Oahu mm-hmm. and, and the big island and the other islands are much more secluded. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Oahu so is not the biggest, but it's the biggest. I've right? only been to Maui. Yeah. Only been to Maui. Yeah. Yep. It's nice, huh? quite nice yeah. oh, i don't know you maui's, maui's great for sure yeah. maui's got like that middle ground it's mm. got like enough people um and enough stuff going on but at the same time it's still quiet. there's a lot it's pretty rural it's quiet yeah, yeah you can disappear if you wanted to yeah, it's not like Kauai disappear but it's it's can, like breath of the wild there's <laughs> yeah. the mountain area you got the mountain 
There's you've the got the there. you've got those trolls down there with Huck and the loogies, the Scooby loogies. Yeah. Mm. yeah, sweet. All right, so then you transition from Java to Objective C, which must have been super easy. Yeah, that was wicked easy. <laughs> so they had like a Skunk Works or Garage Project offered at 24. They said, "Hey, who wants to you know make us an app?" Because that was a cool thing back then. So I raised my hand a couple with a couple other guys, and it was. Did they call it a Skunk Works? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a term. Yeah, that's a thing. Especially in a corporate environment, <laughs> that's what it's called. I feel yeah. like you should just avoid the word because it starts with skunk. And it just sounds mm. like you're yeah. super old person trying to sound oh. young. Uh, so, Is that what the kids are saying these days? Skunks? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> so they got us all the hardware because it's a PC shop. And so they got us MacBooks and uh, access to the developer site and asked us to build a like reporting, real-time reporting, like how many people were in a gym, what were, you know, how many sales did they have that day for each of the 400 and something gyms. Um, so we, in our, in our free time, it wasn't during work hours, free time. I mean, yeah, we built this reporting app and, and it, and it worked and it was, it We're was not going to pay you. That's why they call it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Do this on your free time. Right. Right. I mean, it's as salary, right? You know, it's, there's not really free time. Is there? It's like, I guess that's you're always on the clock. With stuff. That's not how I think. about yeah. it. Yeah. Not anymore. Right. Um, so I learned kind of started picking it up, going through tutorials. And back then, like iOS 3 or whatever it was, there was nothing. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing. No documentation. Documentation was rough. Very poor documentation. So we... Still rough. We, yeah. It's <laughs> Apple, it's, Apple's horrible. Yeah. It used to be yeah. insane. Yeah. And so, there's no... You, could, you can't go on a Stack Overflow and just ask a question. Like, you have to just figure, figure it, it out. out. Yeah, yeah, trial and error. But I got to say, that sounds like a fantastic way to learn, uh, like, anything. Any, like, framework, platform, anything. Because you got real data to work with. Mm-hmm. You got, like, a An deadline. You got, yeah. like... People like looking over your shoulder. You got like a team around you. Figure, let's figure this thing out. Yeah, and we it did. Sound, it sounds like a fantastic way. We, to we, we made a pretty sweet app. Um, it didn't. It was internal, and it only lasted a little while before they just didn't use it anymore for unknown reasons. But uh, we got to continue using the hardware, and and with that and the knowledge I had gained, I started Ellie's Games. That's nice. Awesome. Mm. Total coincidence. Small world. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I was working in Boulder at the time at an app shop. And I, we were the ones, I was the one who built the 24-hour fitness membership app as you were over here working at 24-hour fitness. Mm-hmm. You built a 24-hour fitness membership app? Like yeah, we had their, the agency I think we were working with. Silver Fox? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, came to us somehow and asked us to build the 24-hour so they were membership app. Right. They were one of those agencies that just is two yeah. dudes in a room. Yeah. <laughs> they were the in between. Yeah, they're the in between. So Karen, we were literally we like, out. I was using like data feeds that you were mm-hmm. sitting on and, and managing mm-hmm. and building the app for it out in Boulder. And look at us now, which is insane. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And now we're coincidental. Yeah, on my first small podcast. world, small world. Yeah. And you left um, twenty four. Three years ago or something? Uh, it's coming up on two years in October. Two Three years. Two years. Okay. Out. And so, yeah, uh, I had just been doing Objective-C development kind of in my free time, still doing a lot of Java. In the last two or three years, at 24, I moved over to the marketing team and started a lot of the front-end development, introduced Backbone and a lot of like front-end frameworks to speed their website up. We did a complete redesign of their website, which I was part of, and then... Um, I was offered a position at Planning Center, where I work now, as an iOS developer, and I took it. So, yeah, yeah, and now you enjoy life. And you've been on Objective C mm-hmm. until recently, like a couple of weeks ago. Dang, right? Isn't that, crazy? Isn't that crazy? I've been and talking. To, I've been telling you to do Swift for yeah 
Since Swift one, what are you, since I mentioned what are you thinking nine. now that you're like coming into Swift? You're like, are you like, oh, why didn't I do this earlier? It looks uh, kind of easy, or sure. I mean, there's or some like, like mental. Oh, all my gaps. stuff was already in Objective C. It've been horrible to like. That's pretty much where it is. Like a lot of legacy code in Objective C, it would have been more work to rewrite yeah. it than it when it was worth at the time. And so when I first got into Planning Center, we did a huge rewrite of their flagship app called Services, and that took us 14 months to rewrite and in Objective C still in Objective C, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and what was There's, it in before? No, in Objective-C. Oh, so you re- just rewrote, rewrote it, it yeah, in, in Objective-C, Objective-C yeah. even though Swift was out. Even though Swift was out. We had a new API to leverage, so that was a majority of the rewrite. Um, so yeah, we spent a long time rewriting it. And now we're are you guys going to rewrite it again? <laughs> in Swift? Uh, not at this time. <laughs> but we are moving over to another app called Music Stand, and we are rewriting that in Swift. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And not React Native, because I know you guys are a React yeah, shop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of front end devs do the Reacts. Um, but we did, we've started looking. We have two production apps that are React Native our People app and our Headcounts app. And those are like Greenfield apps where the whole thing is React Native. And so the idea is we want to introduce React Native to some of our existing apps, which you can do, but there's a lot of like boilerplate that needs to go in place to make the communication smooth. Um, so we took a week, maybe a week or two ago, to practice and implement a setting screen from Music Stand in React Native, and we succeeded, um, but it wasn't a good candidate, and we ended up doing it in Native anyway because there was a lot of... We had like this one screen in React Native, so you click a button, shows the setting screen, and then you were to click something else, and it would go into a native screen. So it was like this handoff from native mm-hmm. to React to native, and it just wasn't wasn't logical. We were adding a lot more complexity than it was worth at the time. Mm-hmm. So like three months down the road, if we had to come back, we'd be like, what? what's happening? Why, <laughs> why, did we do why this? is this? Yeah. But gotcha. we, are, we are looking at other, other areas where you can enter React Native and then stay in React Native um, for the whole process, like editing API or gotcha. you know, updating so stuff. I'm curious yeah. here, because there's been like a bajillion different frameworks that uh, allow you to use web languages or web frameworks to mm-hmm. build on you know a native platform like iOS or Android. And React Native is called React Native. Is it actually native? And when it actually compiles, is it using the best APIs and like the best performance? I mean, I would assume that's Facebook, what they tell you. That's what they're trying yeah. to do. But yeah, I mean, it gets bundled into a JavaScript bundle that gets rendered in this JavaScript renderer, but it's rendering native components. So I don't, I don't really know how that part works. That's what I'm I saying. Like, know. how could that happen? Because it, okay, it's either taking JavaScript and compiling it literally to Swift or, or Objective C or something, mm-hmm. one of those two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or it's just all in a web view that's super that. performant. I don't think it is. It's it's a JavaScript engine that are rendering the components, but I don't know so if they're rendering it. So that means that someone took the time to write a JavaScript wrapper for Swift. Is that what you're telling me? I guess so. I don't know. That seems crazy. <laughs> I guess so. That seems crazy, just so you don't have to learn Swift. And Swift's like... Well, it's, it's more just cross, so, yeah, it's it's cross-platform. You get, you get the cross yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. Like, write it once and... It's available. But the styles, I mean, you get some basic things like switches look the same, but you don't get any of the navigation like uh, navigation controller or I think they're called fragments in uh, Android world. So there's a lot of stuff that you still have to build from scratch. When you're doing things that like require uh, system access on the iPhone, like say you're going to pull up, you know, on a super uh, high level, like the camera app or something Mm -hmm. like that. 
how is it there's native modules that support that so you can say like oh if when i push this button in react open the camera and so there's already hooks that are set up to do that for you and if there's things that are missing like if there's some other thing you want to access you can write the modules to access them but, is it so you can dip into swift yeah. pure swift if you yeah. need to yeah okay Okay, so there is that option. I was so because it seems it like has to, so if, it is rendering. If someone this. hasn't fully covered Swift, like written all the JavaScript hooks to go into every part of Swift, it seems like you would run into limitations if you're doing a complex app. Yeah, good thing. I mean, good thing it's Facebook. Like if you're doing like <laughs> they've got time and resource. For instance, if you're doing like photo filters where you have to like write your own GL code and your own shaders and stuff, seems like sure that would not be a good React Native. Yeah, uh, unless you were tapping into. So I guess it's just like modules. social app. Kind well, of where it's just interface driven. I think there are exceptions where you, you it probably doesn't. This sort of thing wouldn't make sense right. to do in a React, right? Which we found, which we found with the yeah. settings screen. Right? I don't know if it's just like just do social apps here. I think it's just more. It seems like such a basic thing, though. Settings screen, mm-hmm. and that wasn't a good fit for React. Native. Well, because you can go into specific settings, like you can add a pedal or some like external Bluetooth device to mm-hmm. communicate with it, and that we felt was going to be. We we already had it existing in native on both Android oh, and iOS. Okay, so it wasn't so. a limitation of React Native. It was no. just the fact that right we, we could have done it. We could gotcha. have kept kept pedaling forward, but we felt man, gotcha. This wasn't a good fit. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So now that you're in Swift, yeah, and you've taken it on, yeah. Have you built a whole app in it? Uh, or yeah, 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 on? yeah. We have an internal app called Door Center that we can open our doors with our phone. So if you were to make the next Ellie's Games game. Yeah, would you do it in Swift? Uh, you are, aren't you? I did. I did start taking on the tasks because kind of it's it's time to update my apps. I'm getting notified by Apple. Yeah. hey, it's time to update. I that. get those all the time, and I ignore everything. <laughs> so I thought, aha, I'm going to rewrite all my games in Ellie's games. And I was talking to Kieran about this a little while ago, and he's like, I mean, you don't have to. You can just you know recompile it at, with 64 bit right. support. And I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's a real good that's idea. True. So now I'm not now I'm not going to rewrite. <laughs> I didn't mean them. to talk you down. Yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I am writing a, a Mac OS, my first Mac OS app, um, and that's going to be in Swift. That's going to be a lot more painful than iOS. Yeah, because as I've come to find out. Even to this day, there is virtually no documentation. You go on Stack Overflow, everything Crickets. is from like 2005. It's <laughs> weird. It's yeah. so crazy. It's, weird. it's so crazy. I didn't realize how spoiled I was with like the iOS Oh, dude, it's uh, totally different worlds. Why not? Totally yeah. different worlds. Yeah, there's like... I wonder why. They just... They had 20 years of like building Mac apps, right? And then they're like, oh, let's introduce this iOS thing, but let's do it the way we should be doing it. And then they just haven't. And just the ecosystem is so different that like well, the developers haven't caught up and like it's made also the community too, like, stronger. To like, make a Mac app is so much more difficult than to make an iOS app because Apple doesn't have, uh, I'm totally blanking on the name, but the iOS kit that comes with all the basic UI and all the basic everything, they have something like bare bonesy version of that for Mac, right? Um, so it's like out the gate, it's way harder to do a Mac app than it is iOS. And the main reason also besides that is the fact that there is way less third-party support, way less open source for Mac than there is for iOS. I mean, there's just infinite number of iOS because I think the fact that iOS economically mm-hmm. is a much better platform to build on because there's so many more people on iOS than there are Mac. I mean, it's not even comparison. Well, yeah, when was the last time you intentionally opened the Mac App Store? Yeah, like never. No, yeah. I had to update recently, but that Aside from an update. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It's like, you don't go in there perusing. I mean, I don't even go on the iOS App Store perusing for apps, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's much less often. You can even just tell by the way yeah. that it looks. 
Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't give any attention to it. So maybe the community doesn't either. I think, yeah, that's what I think it is. I think it's like, there's less people building for Mac. And so Apple's just focused on iOS because that's Mm -hmm. where all the money is. And they're not going to focus on Mac because their market share isn't increasing by any leaps and bounds. They have no plans to make an increase. They're just going to go after like, you know, more pro or rich people users. So they don't make like Macs. They don't make computers for the masses. You know what I mean? That would be a that would be a PC or an sure, iPad. Sure, sure. The masses don't want laptops and mm-hmm. desktops. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. there has been a big shift from like PC to MacBooks, hasn't there? Like in the last five, ten years? No, I don't think so. No. If anything, it's got to be going mind. the other way, right? I feel like with the Surface. I feel like yeah, the Surface line that their Microsoft seems to be betting a lot on. And that new brand, on. Lenovo or. Lenovo is that not a new, new brand. Yeah, it's, it's not new. I don't think so. Oh, okay, that well, was like M- enterprise. They must have like rebranded or something because I started seeing them all over the place recently. Mm-hmm. Um, never mind. Yeah. But <laughs> I was just going to say, there's other like enter- entrance into the PC market uh, recently too, especially like the Chrome stuff and. Um, but the user interface and like yeah. all the bugs and spam and whatnot, that's still going to keep me away from Windows. You mean the PC. Oh yeah. Yeah. Environment. Yeah. 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 Like I'm if not, my grandmother's I'm not like, what, what lap soon, or what computer should I get? I will tell them a Mac just because of the less, it's so much easier to use, you know? And if I could have, free. if I could run OS 10 on that surface pro, is that what it's called? The giant one? Yeah. That the, tilts? Yeah. I think I would instantly buy that thing instead of a Mac. That thing's pretty sweet. Yeah. But yeah, but you don't want to run windows. Yeah. I don't want to run windows. And I mean, the interface looks way cooler than it used to. Uh, sure. And especially with their newest stuff they just announced like a the, month ago. The design guide, what's it called? Yeah, yeah. Something. Fathom? Fluent. Fluent, Fluent oh, design. Okay. Well done. Yeah. It looks super cool, but um, it's running like by default. It's running like, you know, their new version of Internet Explorer. I can't remember what it's called. I mean, you can always Edge. download Chrome and everything, but it just seems so like. Edge Explorer. Yeah, it just seems so like backwards. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you're right. It's like. Why bother? Super spammy. Right. But the hardware and it won't work looks with awesome. Any my, yeah, sure, it won't work sure. with any of my phones like the puck or, like that. or whatever they call yeah, the dial. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so much like, that's what Apple needs to be doing. It's, it it's stuff gimmicky. like that. It's, it's it, does, it doesn't seem gimmicky. What seems gimmicky is the touch bar. Yeah, that, oh, that's, that's a piece that's, of crap. Yeah. That's horrible. I just got a new it's MacBook even, today. It's, it's, it's pretty tight. Hey, enjoy that touch bar. It looks like poos. Tell me it looks like poos. What is he saying? Poos? Poos, like poops. I will say yes because he's looking directly into my eyes. Yes, it looks like poos. You, you, talk, you are. You all... don't even know the word poos. <laughs> yeah. Are you from this place? Poos? Just poos? wanted to make sure I understood you were saying. Are you poos? saying you have a kid? Dude. Are you saying poos? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Not only does it not look good, which you have made a point of saying, I still the form factor itself just doesn't make any sense. Even if you're going to put the color bar, like Photoshop comes out and has, you know, we'll take up three quarters of it with this color picker. Like you fundamentally need to look down and mm-hmm. stop what yeah. you're doing and have no haptic feedback and have to pick from there while you're going like this. Like who's going to do that? And, and nobody's going to. The do worst that. part about it is all the Apple fanboys are like defending it to the death. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, don't, I haven't heard over that. I have. I'm like, right. get over it. Like mm-hmm. they are not innovating anymore. Stop acting mm-hmm. like they are. And everyone's like, oh, who would want that Surface Pro? Is it the Surface Pro? I can't remember what it's called. Surface table or the studio desk. pro thing the microsoft big the big one that, that tilts yeah tilts it has the puck like, they're like the oh that would be terrible for um for uh 
wrist. What's it called? <laughs> Carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel yeah. e- e- ergonomics. That'd be horrible for ergonomics. I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't want to touch the screen for ergonomics. That's like Steve Jobs said and everything. I'm like, huh? it freaking tilts. Gosh dang it. You can put it the exact thing you want it at. You can stand up and like be over it. That's what you do with a pencil. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. I don't. I don't see it. Just as, because it's PC, they're like mm-hmm. up in arms about it. I'm like, oh, the, those yeah, guys. The Apple apologists. The apologists. Yeah. Are, uh, Too much it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, insufferable because I don't think, and I don't have it. So maybe now that you have it, see, tell me when the first time is that you use it without just like testing. Okay. And if, it ever, if it ever happens. All right. Because right. I, I would venture to guess that it, it doesn't. Okay. Like most people, like to the point that I was seeing people are like re- key remapping the tilde to uh, the escape, escape key because sure. they're so pissed off sure. at not being able to reliably hit it. Uh, yeah. the, fiz- the fake button. Sure. The digital escape button. Yep. Um, but I don't see like the puck, the puck, uh, or the dial, I think they call it on the surface. Mm-hmm. I don't see that as gimmicky at all. I see that as being like an actual really cool thing that gives you haptic feedback. Doesn't take distract you from what you're, where you're currently working. I see that as a device that is, should only be in a room where there are going to be no children. Because <laughs> you're going to have your kid yeah. dragging it across yeah. the screen. Just yeah. <laughs> or just picking up and chucking yeah. it. Yeah, but my gosh, dude. If Apple would just take us pros seriously, um, that'd be nice. Be they awesome. keep saying they nice. keep saying they are, or they will. They're about to. Supposedly, they say, the new iMac is going to be all new design, and the new Mac Pro is going to be completely modular and oh, really? brand new, and yeah, let you actually swap in and swap out. And I don't know if I would ever get a Mac Pro. I have a Mac Pro because when I got when I switched from the towers to the iMac, I was like, this deal is incredible because the screen is amazing. It's so cheap mm. in general. It's like barely the, more than the screen and you get a whole computer that's awesome. Um, and I've never really needed any more speed than, than what I had unless I'm doing video editing, but I guess I just learned to live with it on the iMac. Uh, and it actually, it really wasn't a problem until 4K was introduced. Right. Like this machine is a MacBook Pro and it will die a thousand deaths if you try to open up a 4K file, a right. video file on it. Right. And I'm like, how is that a pro Apple? I don't mm. quite get it. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, how old is it, though? Um, this one is the most recent model besides the touch bar one. Oh. It's, yeah, just one make any sense. One below it. Yeah, so 4K was definitely out. I mean, it's still a laptop. It's still a laptop. I don't think there, I don't think there are super high expectations of like dual screen, have you 4K seen, editing. Have you seen their website where yeah. they advertise like video editing mm-hmm. on your laptop all over the place? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just don't. They should put an asterisk there. This is a 1080p file <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they're lying. Uh, <laughs> they four, are lying. 480i. Yeah, they're lying. Cool. All right, man. Thank you for being on the show. No problem. Hey, thanks for having thanks me. For coming. That's Cheers. all the time we got, and we will see you all next time. Adios. Yeah.